Hello, I'm Phil Svitek, 360 Creative Coach, and in this episode, I wanna talk about a technology that I think is changing the filmmaking industry as it stands today, and pontificate where I think it's going, and certainly how I'm viewing it in terms of the stuff that I want to create. Now, before I fully get into things, I would like to invite you to subscribe if you haven't already, that way you get all the various lessons and episodes that I put out right when I put them out. Thank you if you just did, and thank you if you already were. It truly does mean a lot to me, as I hope it does to you. So let's talk about this. Uh, Unreal Engine, this, uh, you know, they've been around for, for decades at this point, but uh, what they're doing really is hitting the pinnacle of, you know, what, what they're capable of, right? And Unreal Engine is, it's free, first off. That's the insane part about it. And it allows you to create 3D environments, right? Like that's in its in its purest form, that's what you can create. And not just environments, but but just anything you can imagine, right? So, you know, environments, props, characters, and so forth. And the crazy part, as I said, it's free um, for you. So that's Unreal Engine. And you know, a, a prime example of it being used in the real world is the Mandalorian. You know, I've, I've talked about this in the past, but um, the Mandalorian, instead of using green screen technology, uses LED screens and creates rendered out environments. So rather than have to shoot green screen and then uh, fill it in later in post-production, you literally just put in whatever background you want and they film it. And there's a lot of advantages to that because number one, you don't get the green spill, the light spilling onto the, the subject. And especially for someone like the Mandalorian, you know, where he has this shiny suit, it would be a pain of incredible proportions to have to take that out and, and, and get rid of it. Um, and the lighting is a lot more realistic, right? So not only are you avoiding the green spill, you get much more realistic lighting and from an actor perspective, you, uh, you're you in the environment. You you see, you know, someone doesn't have to just say like, hey, up ahead of you is this uh, tall building, right? You know, this big, big church and, you know, it looks like, you know, the, the Notre Dame or something like that, right? I'm just making this up. But um, you can really envision it rather than, um, than have to play true make-believe. And also, I, it's got to help with eyeline, right? Because so many times when it comes to uh, green screen, you know, you don't always know where you're exactly supposed to be looking. Um, this, you know, it has the perspective for you as an actor. And then certainly, uh, I know for me as a filmmaker, um, you know, uh, and, you know, I include that like as a producer, I include that as a camera person, a director, a writer. It's just a lot more fun to see what you're gonna get, as opposed to, you know, like, okay, we're gonna film this, and, you know, maybe it'll, you know, like, months down the line, we'll see how it all comes together, and hopefully it works, and we shot it the right way. Like, no, this allows, what you see is what you get. Um, so, that's incredible, right? So, this is, kind of, this is what's happening today. But recently, they came out with uh, MetaHumans, Okay, this is, this is a product that they've been building for a number of years now, and it's in beta form. And MetaHumans, again, free, uh, 
allows you to create from scratch um, a 3D character. And it's, it's insane how well rendered you can make somebody, how, how lifelike you can make something. You know, and, and I say from scratch because, you, you know, um, it, it takes a lot of work, right? You, you don't just, um, you don't just exactly kind of get the preload. Let's say there's other software where you can like load an image and then it'll kind of create the character based off of that. Like, you know, if I want to create myself, I would have to manually manipulate the, the various things and, and create it. However, there are uh, templates within that that you can manipulate, you know, age, de-age, um, make hair longer, you know, shorter, change, change hair, right? right? All, all the things that you can sort of think of, you get to change on the fly within this software. And that to me is incredible. I think um, because from, you know, the, the way I look at filmmaking is I want to work at the speed of thought. And part of that is also... Uh, where I don't want to be bogged down by uh, the things I can shoot and the things I can't shoot based on budgets, right? You know, so for example, like when it comes to like an action movie, that costs a lot of time and money. Um, and that's why like a lot of indie movies are either horror or, you know, uh, serious dramas because that's what they can afford. And nothing wrong with their, some, of my, some of my favorite films are, are like that, right? Um, but still, you know, I, as a filmmaker, while I love, you know, I've now filmed two movies, um, they're in that same space and I love it, but that doesn't mean I don't want to do like an epic sci-fi movie, you know, a la like the matrix or something like that. But you know, those movies, they cost a lot of money for a, a good reason, right? What I appreciate about this is that it's breaking down the barriers, you know. My ideal form of filmmaking for me would be just to invite people to my apartment or some sort of larger space, and we just make believe, um, you know, no different than like Avatar, right? <laughs> and we ca we capture the movements um, and and their facial expressions and so forth, and recreate this world. Um, you know, I am a huge fan of animation, so that style suits me very well. But even if, you know, even if it doesn't, um, you know, if that's not your jam, the, the way things are going um, and becoming more and more lifelike um, within these environments is incredible. And sure, you know, I don't, I can't give a timetable as to, you know, if it's going to be five years, 10 years or something like that. But the, 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 the barrier to entry, right, the, the cost associated with creating this stuff and the technical know-how just gets lessened and lessened every single year. And that's the incredible part, right? So, you know, to do something like this um, is, is still a lot of time and, you know, could be a lot of money if you're hiring people, you know. Um, there are ways to do it yourself, but it's very labor intensive. Um, but, the, but the incredible part is, you know, as like these motion capture suits um, get cheaper and cheaper, eventually, you know, one of my friends, this is how I kind of like really just start deep diving in on it was one of my friends, um, she has a, a motion capture suit and, you know, through her iPhone, um, there's an app and it captures her movements and then it does it in real time within this program. And, you know, the character that she created through MetaHumans, like she's able to see 
um, what's happening there, right? Because that's, in terms of the workflow, you know, you have to create the character, yes, but then you have to add the movement to that character, right? Um, and of course, then you have to fill out the 3D environment and place them in something. And then, you know, you have to put in the actual cameras. And, you know, as this continues, um, I think all these steps will be a lot easier and a lot, uh, as I said, co less cost prohibitive, you know? And that's why, like, I love filmmakers like James Cameron because they just knock down the wall, you know, Avatar, um, you know, regardless of the actual movie, whether you like it or not, certainly from a technological standpoint, it managed to really raise the bar and, and you know, Unreal Engine uh, is really taking that ball and running with it. And that's, that's what I appreciate and, and love, you know? And so, like I said, my dream scenario, not gonna be tomorrow, as I said, you know, could be five, 10 years, maybe 15, 20, but is where people just come over, you know, I have my camera and, you know, we point and shoot and like in real time, I can see in the display, like the, them in like whatever world that I want to put them in. And we just, we just film it, you know, hassle free and just, you know, have a lot of fun with, with it without the pressure of, you know, being on location or, you know, uh, renting an expensive set or whatever the case may be, you know, and, and really just being as inventive with that as possible. So I think these are all the things that are there for the taking, you know, and, you know, part of that, it's, um, as I said, there's, there's a free software, um, you know, computers are getting better and better. Like as we go towards like quantum computing, um, like that'll be a game changer. Um, certainly with like network connections, that'll be, um, I think that will all play into it. You know, as 5G becomes more ubiquitous and, and really taps into its full potential, then, you know, then the idea, we, we, perhaps we don't even need to be in the same room to make it happen, right? So if someone, like, if there's an incredible actor, but they're, uh, whatever, all the way in Australia, you know, we can we can plug them in, right? That's, this is the stuff that I, you know, it, it sounds like sci-fi, but I don't think it's that far-fetched, um, you know, as technology evolves. And that's exciting because as filmmakers and content creators, it just opens up so many doors and I love really thinking about these things and pushing them, you know, pushing them to their limit in terms of what I'm able to create and how I'm able to utilize them, right? Uh, and so, so I just love it, right? Um, and if you're interested in learning more about this, there's wonderful YouTube channels out there like a Film Riot, like a CineNet um, that, that showcase various ways to use these tools right here, right now. And I've linked to them in the description so that way you can check them out um, and really deep dive. But I just wanted to offer, and if you will, an introductory course, you know. I always like to come at it from the theoretical um, talk principles, if you will, versus like, you know, here's the exact how-to. You know, I like to open up my mind and, and see what's possible from a, from a pure creation standpoint before I get bogged down of like, okay, um, you know, what's possible and what's not, because I think it all becomes possible. We just gotta figure out how to approach it, right? Um, and, 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 and dream big and reverse engineer it from there, right? Um, so yeah, that's, that's what I look forward to. That's what excites me. 
let me know what you think, you know, is this the first time you're hearing of Unreal Engine and MetaHumans? Um, or, you know, have you experimented to what degree? All that stuff, comment down below. Let me know your thoughts. I would love to interact with you on a deeper, more meaningful level. Um, or hit me up on social media, at PhilSweetTech. Also, if you uh, appreciate what I do and want to support me, um, one of the ways to do so is through my Patreon. That's patreon.com slash philsvitek. Uh, not only do you support me, but you get stuff in return, right? That's the amazing part. And then, of course, I have uh, my books. I have my movies. I have my merchandise. So all that stuff is linked to below in the description if you would like to support um, that stuff and, and check out you know, some of the stuff that I create on a overall day-to-day -day level. So thank you so much. I appreciate you and I'll see you next time.